Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Forest House Podcast, a show that we surely did make. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. Guys, it's the finale. We did we, it. We made it. We made it to the final episode. Yeah. We, are, we made it. We made it. I believe 75 episodes in across five seasons. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh we made it. This is the final episode. This started out like half as a joke, but we persevered. This yeah. started off as like this started off as like a way for us to pass the time during when like quarantine first hit in 2020, and now we're here, which is amazing <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah, it's great. Also, uh, depressing that yeah. we're still in, in the, the pandemic. Nineteen pandemic. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, yeah, yeah. But we're not here to talk about a global pandemic. We're here to talk about the series finale of Fuller House. Ooh, because a lot, transition. a lot, ha- I had to throw at least one more in there, you know? Because this yeah. episode Chef's likes kiss. to call back to earlier things. Yes. And so I'm calling mm-hmm. back to my, you know, big transition days earlier because I was kind of slacking in recent yeah. seasons. Which so I, do, yeah. I do want to say one thing that I really appreciate about this episode is it does like to call back to previous things, mm-hmm. but this episode mostly calls back to Fuller House and nice full distinction. House. We're yeah, we're taking a step up in the world. The show is more so self-referential as opposed to another show. It yeah. does so still reference Full House, but not in like not in the way that it referenced Full House in the beginning of the show, where it was constant and yeah. intrusive. Yeah. But here yeah. it was like a way that was more fun, especially to us as people who have been <laughs> obsessively watching the show for the past year and a half. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's we made it we did, we did. We, made it. we made it and without further ado uh why don't we get started on the episode yeah. itself yeah. all right guys the the gang gets back from their rehearsal dinner yeah we got yep. the gibblers the fullers stephanie and jimmy i guess also the gibblers mm-hmm. and one very special hernandez guerrero fernandez guerrero <laughs> yes i yes. i I don't know if I've mentioned it. I always refer to them as the Gibblers in my notes. Yeah, mm. because writing the Fernandez Guerreros, Hernandez Guerreros would be extremely hard. Oh, That's for sure. That's true. It's also the fact that it's it's Kimmy Gibbler and Ramona Gibbler. And right. then yeah. Fernando, Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't think there's, there's not a ton to report right away, but I do want to single out, there was one line that I really liked where do they're saying tell. something like, you know, well, that was a great rehearsal dinner. And Kimmy says, or Stephanie references when Fernando and Kimmy performed a kabuki dance at a rehearsal dinner. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Referencing Fuller the House. The first of many references to come. Yep. She says this to say, quite rightfully, this was a better rehearsal dinner. Because nobody did that. Because nobody was racist. <laughs> nobody was racist. Hey guys, this episode wasn't racist. We don't have Hooray! to play that game this time. We wow. don't have to play. Well, I mean, we could play it. 
But the answer would be no. No, yeah. And that goes against the very fabric of the game. Racist. Because everyone knows the answer is always yes, and that's how the game works. But we can't play the game because then the answer would be no, and it's a paradox. It's true. Hey, there have been times where I've asked, is that racist? And you guys have rightly said, no, not really. Okay. But Kimmy has a line that I really like. We're reflecting on the previous weddings they've been involved in. She says, this might be the first wedding of ours where someone actually gets married. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was fun. That was fun. Yes, it was fun. I had a new prediction for yeah. this episode that I'm disappointed I didn't bring up in the previous one. I was really hoping that we were like taking bets on what would happen to Michelle and Becky. And I thought it would be hilarious if either they showed up at the wedding but off screen mm-hmm. um or <laughs> someone ran in and said just the whole premise is that everything at this wedding is going wrong so i thought it would be hilarious and fucked up if someone ran in and said oh my god michelle and becky were on their way to the wedding and got hit by a car <laughs> and it never happened i thought you were gonna <laughs> see harrison i thought you were gonna say like their plane was delayed and <laughs> no. i was gonna jump in and say well my thing was that they were both dead <laughs> well i expected them to be dead well too. now it's both of your things but here's yeah. the thing i thought they died long ago that's true. true true and we just weren't mentioning it or wait no i think our our working theory was that michelle is dead and becky is in prison yes, yes. That, that, that's been the, the working theory I just thought it would be if they just confirmed it, but obviously they wouldn't do that because that. Yeah. But Danny, Tanny and Joey are both here. They show up. Yes, Mm -hmm. they're both here. Um, We've reached. I will say we've reached the point in the series where when Dave Coulier enters, I no longer go. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Character development. (laughs) It's Stockholm syndrome, guys. We've been uh, we've been indoctrinated. Some call it Stockholm syndrome. Others say character development. I'll leave it to you guys to decide which one. Yeah. But then, guys, the emotional bombshell, because Tommy asks, can someone read me a story? Not in so many words. I think he just says like story time and holds up a book. And Ramona says, I'll read you a story one last time before I move away. Oh, and God. Jay Money immediately is like, Ramona, you can't mention that you're moving away. Mom is in denial. And DJ's like, yes, I'm in denial. <laughs> Only good things right now. Yeah. And can I just say, Jay Money is blaming Ramona for this. But if we trace it back, who's the one that really broached the subject? It's the bad Who asked baby. for one last story? The it's bad Tommy. Baby. The bad oh, baby. Oh, my God. It's all coming together. You're right. We couldn't end the podcast without talking about how Tommy is a bad baby one more time. (laughs) You're right. He is a bad baby. I never believed you. He's ruining his mother's wedding (laughs) by bringing the sadness. Oh, my God. I I would not go as far as to call a baby a bastard, just personally. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Oh, my God. That was me. That was me. I take full I, blame for that. Marcus. Not yeah, I just want it legally on tape, bastard. which we are recording on tape, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. Oh, God. Yeah. That I didn't call a. Ba- I just said he was a bad baby. I didn't say he was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's a great. bad baby. But there's also a very good joke where 
you know, DJ says, you can't talk about moving out, only happy memories. Let's let's all have some pie. And Ramona says, oh, I'd love to have another slice of pie before we move away. God damn it, Ramona. I, I Ramona love, is not very good at I this. I love Ramona. She's so great. Ramona she's is so great. Good. Best, best girl. She's very good. Best girl. But Coco is best girl. <laughs> yeah, Coco who showed up in one episode and who we've always been rooting to for. Come back, yeah. <laughs> to come back. Never happened. Never, never happened. happened. Spoilers, it never happened. She doesn't show up in this Spoilers, episode. Spoilers, yeah, we've reached the end of the series, so we can say for sure there was a it never happened. Here. There were a lot of guest appearances, especially in the background. Yeah. There yeah. were. There were a lot. But a I, yeah, lot I wanted to in. note, I'm sure we'll get into it more later, but a couple of episodes ago, before we recorded, I made a joke to you about how we were never going to see Baseball Christie ever again. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he showed up, in, one, in that episode, and two, in the background of this episode. Yeah. Twice. He showed two up times. twice. <laughs> Boy, were you wrong. I was... I You can... T- tell me how wrong I was. Tell me to eat shit. I, I got that one wrong. You were Real very wrong. wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> You should be ashamed. The fact that Baseball Christie is like credited as appearing in the episode and they did not give him any lines is, I, I'm, this makes me angry. Zach is livid. I am Zach is fucking like, livid you, right you now. You can't, you can't tell because we're recording, this is an audio format, but Zach yes. is like pacing around the room, throwing fists in the air. Yeah. He's oh yeah, so sure. angry. I'm very I'm, scared. I'm so incredibly angry. I'm like pacing around the room, like punching the air right now oh, like, oh my god zach you're about to hit that lamp uh, <laughs> well i didn't like a glass breaking sound in post or something i don't know what do you mean in post you just punched a lamp <laughs> yeah but i feel nothing I, i'm powered by pure spite He's, you're dead inside the man you once were is gone yes like harrison how am i gonna survive with no more full house content <laughs> This has been my life. It really is the end of an era. Well, maybe we'll find a new show for you. Maybe about a a bunch of teens making a web show. We'll talk about it later. That sounds promising. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, in the next scene, all the grooms and brides are around the table. And suddenly Jimmy's like, it's 11.58. We, all the guys, we have to go because we can't see them the day of the wedding before we get married. Yeah. And he rushes them out. Total success on Jimmy's part. Then it yes. turns out he forgot his phone. So he runs back in <laughs> and says, that was close. I set a timer for when it's midnight to make sure I don't see you, Steph. And then, of course, the alarm yeah, for midnight alarm goes, goes off. Yep. <laughs> they immediately say, well, that's not going to amount to anything. That's not going to make a difference. Immediate cut to... Uh, their wedding venue has been seized. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, not not anything you would normally expect. Yeah. It was seized by the government for money laundering. That's yeah. how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, what happened? And this guard, this Jewish guard. Yeah, it's very important that he's Jewish. And then it was actually an FBI agent. <laughs> oh, it was an FBI agent, right? <laughs> right. He said, he says it's on account of the the money laundering, tax evasion, and making a terrible chicken Kiev. I didn't know you could be arrested for that, but I don't know. I've sure. known some people. Mm. Yeah, it's weird that it's chicken Kiev specifically, mm-hmm. but I think that has something to do with the Cold War. Oh, yeah, um, the Red Scare. That's yeah, right. the Red Scare yeah. that, like, it was a sort of thing of, like, 
It that was, explains a lot. It used to be people were persecuted. You could do it, but like they put you in front of a comedi- committee and be like, uh, we've heard reports from your neighbors that you're making chicken Kiev. But bad chicken Kiev. Specifically. Bad chicken Kiev. Because a good chicken Kiev is like we've taken something yeah. from our from our enemies, from yeah. the Soviet Union, from Russia, and like we've conquered it. We made it really good because we're right. American and we're better cooks. Um, <laughs> but if you make it poorly, if you make it poorly, that's like you are saying they make better chicken Kiev. Yeah. You're obviously yep. a communist. Just <laughs> one of our listeners, one of our few listeners is is like a Russian chef and he's going to message us being like, hey, my chicken Kiev is very good. Fuck you guys. I'm not saying Russian people make bad chicken Kiev. I'm saying that in during the Red Scare, <laughs> the, the government win, viewed is what, is what Mark is trying yeah. to say. If I, if yeah, I miss that's that, what I mean. that's, that's what we really mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed that historical context. It was very important. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I also want to talk about how I think it's really funny that it's that the venue was seized and not like condemned or something. Yeah. (laughs) Like the very the fact that it's very specifically a sign on the door that says this wedding venue has been seized by the government. (laughs) Yep. Uh, It's not closed. It's not condemned. It's not overbooked it's seized i'd like to i think it's very weird as well that this wedding venue was seized and no one bothered to tell the people who were scheduled to have their wedding there like the next day yeah that's true this must have been a real ugly operation by the fbi there were guns shot maybe they deserved to be seized by the government yeah well they, <laughs> because of the tax evasion yeah and, and the, the money laundering hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. innocent till proven guilt Okay. 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 You're you're right. You're right. I'm being too hard on these fictional wedding venue owners who did not call the people using the venue. Well, it's hard to call when they're getting seized by the government. I I was about (laughs) to say, to be fair, if I was getting arrested by the FBI, I think being like, oh, I'm so sorry, but our venue is no longer available for your wedding would maybe be the last thing on my mind. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. And if I was working for the FBI, actually, do you think the FBI has someone just like on staff to call people and be like, we're so sorry. The FBI seized your wedding venue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I know this oh is your god. big day. Oh my god. Do you think they have a designated wedding They're venue like des- person? If they don't, they should. <laughs> Which... Then brings us to uh, Steph's immediate reaction after, you know, hearing from the Jewish FBI agent that the venue's been seized, but a very hearty mazel tov to each of you. It's, yes, he tells them, ma- he has a, like, Yiddishy accent, which is the first clue, yeah. but then he tells them mazel tov. We're not yes. just saying he's Jewish. Yeah. No. He's but heavily like one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those things that we can tell, like, as Jews, we're able to find yeah. other Jews very We have easily. a sort of radar about these things. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's seized and Steph's like, uh, this is all because Jimmy saw me on the day of the wedding. He's cursed. No. <laughs> but they all go home and yep. they discuss it. And, uh, yeah. well, well, they go home and or we cut back to yeah. home 
Right. And Danny and Joey are sitting on the couch waiting for their waitress to get their drinks. And who walks in with drinks? It's Uncle it Jesse Lori from Loughlin? Full House. Oh. <laughs> it's Uncle Jesse from Full House. Lori <laughs> It wasn't Lori Loughlin. It wasn't actress Lori Loughlin. Imagine. I mean. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would have been amazing. It would be so great. They've hinted that Full House is a show and some of these actors exist. Anyway, it would be so funny if Uncle Joey walked in and they're like, Uncle Joey. And he's like, no, I'm not Joey. My name is Dave Coulier. I'm an actor. I'm actor Dave Coulier. (laughs) You may remember me from The Real Ghostbusters or Full House. Or that TLC song, basically. (laughs) Wonderful. So the dads are talking about how proud they are of everybody in the world. And then the girls run in and guess it's DEFCON 1 or 5, whichever is more important. Those are like my least favorite DEFCONs, DEFCONs 1 and 5. Which, wait, that actually, Zach, what is your favorite DEFCON? Uh, DEFCON 3, of course. It, it was the perfect end to the DEFCON yeah, trilogy. It's, it's low, but like there's a little bit of Exactly. Spice, I was you know? about to a say little. 3 is a little spicy. Yeah, I, I like a little bit of spice in my DEFCON. It's a little spicy. Like just enough spice to, to liven a, up your, world, little, your global conflicts. A little yep. bit of spice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but the guys the guys walk in to to help. Jimmy will not look at Steph. Uh-huh. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, all the kids walk in and Jay Money says... J-Money immediately says, Jimmy didn't unleash a curse, did he? <laughs> As if he's been known to unleash curses in the past. Yes. We have established multiple times this is a cult. This could be part of their religion. That's I will true. say, I know I'm going back a little bit here. I'm very sad that when Jimmy saw Steph at midnight, he didn't yell anxiety one more time. Yeah, oh, he should have good. yelled anxiety. That would be a good callback. Anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> but I, I definitely think... Jimmy, like, I think Jimmy's a good person, so he'd never do anything intentionally. But I definitely think he'd be like, huh, did anybody drop these bones? And then immediately someone would be like, you've disturbed the ancient altar. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to know if somebody forgot their bones. Turns out the the Dibbler house was (laughs) built on the remains of Native Americans. Did we actually establish that in the past? Was it built on? Wait, is that a, yeah, or is that a joke we made in the previous episode? It might have been just like, they say that, that their haunted. house was haunted. Yeah. They say it's Guys, haunted. Guys, what the, this fucking show. This, this show, um, this anyway. show I love is it. a very I love special kind of train wreck that we're going to miss. I'm just oh. going to say it. I love this show and I'm going to miss it. Oh, yeah. I want For my sure. I want my J Money and Ramona-centric spinoff. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. You should do it. Cowards. Anyway. Cowards. They better. I don't want to wait 30 more years to see to see Fullest House, the actual show, starring J Money, Ramona, Rocky, Ethan, Max, yep. and I guess Tommy, if he yeah. wants to. Yeah. But they're like, what are we gonna do? We don't have a wedding venue. And DJ says, you know, I was always wondering secretly why we didn't just have the wedding in the backyard. 
why didn't we have the wedding at Cheers? Why don't we have the wedding at Cheers? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's literally that. I know. Yeah. I know. They literally should have said, we should have it in the kitchen. <laughs> it's it's just like, oh, I know. We're just going to pull this out of our ass. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, DJ is very much, it's a good idea if they can't get a venue. Yeah, it's yeah, a pretty it good is. idea. It is, but and DJ's, it works out pretty well. But DJ immediately framing it as like, I always thought we should be doing this. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You wouldn't have booked the the venue if you if you always thought it. And you know what the other thing is? She says like, you know, all of our most important memories have happened here, and I think she does mean the house. But I definitely was like in the backyard. <laughs> I guess. I know yeah. you go in there a lot and throw a lot of parties, but like <laughs> in the backyard? Um, <laughs> eh, it's questionable. Anyway, um, it's a little sus. But Danny says, oh, that'll be so much cheaper. I mean, more meaningful. And one, priorities, like, priorities. if you if yeah. you already like paid, if the wedding is today, I assume you already paid for everything. Yeah, like what happened to the deposit they put down on the venue? I'm assuming that's just like gone based on the money laundering well, scheme that the venue was a part of. Yeah, I guess when I guess Danny will get in on the class action lawsuit to get back every yeah. cent he's owed by that goddamn but, wedding venue. <laughs> but what he really means is this will be so much cheaper for the TV show Fuller House because yeah. we don't have to construct a new set. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Which is true. And it's exactly why they do these things. Again, it's why in Cheers, every major event is just thrown at their bar. Yep. No matter what it is, including weddings. Yeah. Including weddings. Including weddings, birthdays, and bar mitzvahs. (laughs) At least a beautiful backyard is better than Cheers the bar. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But uh, at this point, DJ's like, okay, we're going to build a wedding in like 24 hours. Kimmy. You're a party planner. Do a party thing. Steph, you do music. You can do the music stuff. Ramona, you can call the guests. And Jay Money's like, oh, and I'll help. I will tidy up the house. And he grabs a pillow, fluffs it like twice, and places it back down. And he's like, done. I helped. Jay Money is on a roll this episode. Return of the king of the sad boys. He's really good. We said out loud more than once. We love our sad boy. We love our sad boy. But guys... I'm I'm sure with all this venue changing and everything, you're thinking nothing else could go wrong. Oh, yeah. Right? No, exactly. nothing else could surely go wrong. Well, that's so weird because Danny Tanny gets a gets a call. Or gets, oh, he, boy, he gets who's a text. the call from? Well, he Is gets it from, from Aunt Becky? <laughs> no, he gets oh, a text from Pastor Tim. Oh, oh Pastor God, Tim. Beloved I love that guy. <laughs> well, get get ready to maybe change your feelings because... Pastor Tim is like, I can't do the wedding. I have another assignment for a celebrity wedding. Oh, Pastor Ooh. Tim, fuck that guy. Hey guys, uh, what 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 wedding do you think it was? I think it was the wedding of Joey McIntyre and Macy Gray. <laughs> I they they say because Max is like, what? Who would he ditch for us? And then Danny whispers something into his ear, and Max goes, Oh, that's big. So I think it has to be a really big couple. Yeah. So I think. Like maybe Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. Ooh, Ooh yeah. that's a very good one. That's a good one. I don't think I can top that. <laughs> I think the marriage at the end of Muppets Take Manhattan was ruled as not not canon, not being <laughs> yeah. not being canon, not being official. Well, because 
of course, at the end of Muppets Take Manhattan, Kermit's like, wasn't someone supposed to be playing the minister? And she's like, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're in a play getting married. Gotcha. So I think they're finally actually getting married. Yeah. And it's the blowout of the century. Fozzie's going to be there. Gonzo's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beaker is going to be there. Animal oh, is going to be there. Pastor Tim going to be there. Pastor Tim will be there, yeah. Pastor it's a, Tim's going to be there. Cast. Knowing the connections the Muppets have within the puppet industry, Mr. Woodchuck's probably going to be there. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He doesn't show spoilers, up in this episode. Which makes me very sad. But you know who I does know. show up, Mark? <laughs> this I is where do. we start getting into the many different cameos that happen oh in this God. episode. Yes, well, because we're, this is actually the perfect time because they're like, we have to find a new, we have to so- find someone to officiate the wedding. And so they go through. So now we get a bunch of cameos yes. of people they're talking to. First, oh my God, for yes. some reason, Larry. <laughs> Remember yeah, Larry? Why, why was he the first one? Like, that's what I don't understand. Why was Remember? he the first? Because, like, later they do some characters like, oh, okay. Gia and Matt. These yeah. make sense. They're like, you know, close friends. Why did you go to Larry first? Okay, okay. I have a theory. We know that Larry stalks DJ on Facebook, probably using yes. some sort yeah. of sock puppet yeah. account at this point because he was blocked it on his regular account. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking he stalked Danny Tanny's profile and because Danny Tanny is an old man, of course, he posted, hey, we need a minister on Facebook. And Larry was like on it. He was on it. Although he does have a very good line where it's like, wait, Larry, why why do you want to officiate the wedding? He's like, oh, well, I don't want to officiate the wedding. I want to stop the wedding. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's still <laughs> horny for DJ. It's so horny. weird. Remember, it's like, why do they contact Larry? Why Larry is the Larry? father of Max's rival at school. Yeah. Maybe friend who we haven't seen in like a few seasons <laughs> who was really horny for DJ. Why do they have his number? Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine like I he just know. showed up really early to the wedding and they're like, can you officiate? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm here to stop the wedding <laughs> by getting here really early. Yeah. I love that he was straightforward with his motives. He didn't try to hide in the job. Pretty much. Yeah. That, you know, he didn't pad his resume. He's there no. to stop the wedding. Like, I'm here to stop the <laughs> oh, wedding. Oh, he's very direct I, with yeah. his intentions. It's maybe not a good thing to say in an interview. No. no. If you want no, the not. job of officiating the wedding, <laughs> say, I don't want the wedding to go as planned. It's like, well, you're immediately off our list. What can I say? <laughs> but yeah, that's Larry. And then that's we Larry. get We get a guy. singing man. <laughs> we get yeah. a singing man. We had who absolutely I, no we idea. Who no this idea. Yeah, we were like, who the fuck is this guy? He's, he's never been in an episode of Fuller House. So no, we were just thinking, no. like, is he a celebrity? Is he, is he just a guy? Are we supposed to know who this guy is? And he's we don't find out until Jesus? the end of this entire bit where they're yeah. showing people. Yeah. So he's just singing and they go, no. And then they move on and we're going, what the fuck? But uh, Gia is here. <laughs> yes. And I think Gia's line is she says like, hey, I've been married four times. I can do this in my sleep. And then she takes a big uh, glug from a flask. Yeah. And they're like, well... Gia's drunk, so I guess... Just not. So I guess not. not. Remember, the, remember the episode of Full House where uh, Steph started smoking because of Gia? Yeah. Do you think mm. Do you think Steph's drinking problem also came from Gia? You know what? I feel like that's yes! a fair assumption. Yes! <laughs> God. But uh, well, then we go bad. from Gia 
to Matt and they're like, oh, Matt, do you know how to officiate a wedding? And Matt's like, well, I don't have, I, I'm not officially licensed as a minister, but I know someone who is. And he pulls out his puppet. Yes. <laughs> Remember Oliver the puppet? puppet? I, I love that the puppet is an ordained minister. However, Matt is not. I know. <laughs> Maybe the puppet was the one that was supposed to marry um, well, that wouldn't make sense because like, then why he would got ordained, Miss Piggy replace? Not for himself, but for his puppet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so happy I, they brought back Oliver the puppet. He's he's I, great. We know that it's so good. Yeah. We know that Matt Matt always wanted to be a ventriloquist. It's weird to find out that he wanted to be a ventriloquist that marries people. Apparently. <laughs> But, a ventriloquist who is also ordained. Yeah, it's, but it's so good, especially the real, well, I'm not an ordained, I'm not a licensed minister, but I know someone who is. Oh, and then he pulls out the puppet. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, and then the singing man comes back in and keeps singing and he sings Yankee Doodle Dandy and we go, oh, that that's guy. who that is. Yeah, because I remember that episode of yeah. Full House. Yeah. <laughs> From that episode of Full House where I believe it's Michelle who wants to be Yankee Doodle. Yeah, that's what it was. But this other kid comes in and fucking kills it. Mm-hmm. And Michelle has to learn, okay, this kid's too talented to not be Yankee Doodle. <laughs> yeah. So... We, is this the most Michelle, the biggest presence Michelle has in this? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Her friend from elementary She's school. She's never mentioned in this entire episode. So it no. is. Neither Michelle nor Aunt Becky are mentioned in this episode at all. Because they're either late, both dead, or one is dead and one is in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the family is ashamed. There can the be no other explanation. <laughs> no other explanation. But Sorry. we finally find out that Singing Man is Derek, who went to elementary school with Michelle, yeah. who was on their list for and some is reason. somehow at the wedding of yeah. not Michelle. Maybe Derek is an ordained minister. Maybe Derek uh, is dating Michelle, and he's he's there on her behalf. That's my headcanon. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. There we go. It's pretty good. I don't want to make any assumptions. I assumed that he wasn't really make, dating what women. What assumptions are there to make? The show is I assume, over. No, I assumed that uh, that guy doesn't date women was my oh. assumption. Right. Okay. I gotcha. But that's what uh, you mean by assumption. Not, yeah. oh, right. So I don't want to assume. So maybe he is dating maybe. Michelle maybe. and she yeah. sent him in her place. Um, but anyway, guys, <laughs> we have a problem. The hairdresser for all the girls can't make it. If only we knew someone in this house who n- knows how to dress hair and cut hair and also maybe has a fun accent and is getting married today. <laughs> oh man, that really, uh, I that don't man. believe anybody who fits all those exact criteria. You just like, in Elmer. comes Fernando. Oh, Fernando. Fernando. Oh, our favorite character, Fernando fits that description. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So he comes barreling in. Yeah. He's ready. He has, a, he has a very good line where he says, where he's like really excited to be doing hair again. And he goes like, I'm doing hair again. Oh, nothing could be more exciting than that. And then Kimmy says, you're getting married today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he, sure, he certainly is. Kimmy locked him down. And yes, Max so. is very much against Fernando doing his hair for their hair for some reason. Yeah, and they're uh, like, yeah. well, it can either be Fernando or J Money with a bull. You decide. <laughs> yeah. 
And the fact that so those good. are your the fact that those are your two options. Again, we love our sad boy, Jamie. We love also, our sad boy. Do they need to cut hair today? Like, can't you just style it? I don't I don't know. Maybe. But. Maybe he's just there to I yeah, no, the implication is that they have to get it cut because they'd have to have Jay Money with a bowl. Yeah, um, I, d- I don't know why you would get your hair cut on the day of the wedding, but... but I don't know. It's good because they have the perfect man to, for the job. Yeah, exactly. But next scene, guys, Rocky and Ethan are here. Hooray! Yay! Always good to see them, especially uh-huh. Rocky. Yes, yeah. and I'm sure nothing bad will happen over the course of this scene. Wait, you oh, mean wait, bad like Lola? <laughs> like Lola enters immediately? Lola's yeah. here. Lola's back. Remember Lola? Remember Ramona's old best friend Lola, who Jay Money right. had a massive crush on and then was dating? Remember yeah. the wo- yep. Remember the girl who ruined Jay Money? I remember. Remember the remember the girl who inspired the name J Money. Wait, that's right. She did ruin yeah. J Money. She's remember, back. he was a cool kid, and in his awkwardness in pursuing her, he became a sad boy. He became a sad boy. Became the lovable sad boy. Maybe we should actually thank Lola for perfecting J Money. That's true. She perfected him. <laughs> yeah, maybe Lola is the real hero of the show. Yeah, she came in, perfected J Money. And then when she wasn't needed anymore, she vanished, probably yep. to a different show that needed a cool boy in need of turning into a sad boy. <laughs> yep. But J-Money is freaked out. Michael Campion yep. is doing some great face acting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks terrified and he just goes, hey, Lola. <laughs> and when she it's speaks great. to him again, he goes, hey, Lola. <laughs> <laughs> so good he looks terrified and it's great rocky aggressively approaches lola it's great i was waiting for rocky to fully like assault lola um, <laughs> but instead she just introduces herself um jay money does not say that rocky is his girlfriend oh instead God. he says that this is rocky but not like the boxer or the mountains or the squirrel yeah. uh it's like the girl Michael Campion had some real Adam Higginboo vibes in this yep, scene. Exactly. Just doing incredible work some in the real, background. Yeah, yeah, he was wonderful. Um, but Ramona says, Ethan, can you maybe escort Lola out of here for a second? And he does. Forever. And then, yeah. And then yeah. Rocky is like, not the squirrel. And she like, le- and she leaves. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> she storms off. Well, Ramona comes back in. And she's like, what? What was that? You didn't introduce Rocky as your girlfriend? How can you be so dumb and awkward? Oh, yeah, no. She says, you didn't introduce Rocky as your girlfriend? And Jay Money's response is, she hates it when I do that. <laughs> she's that oh, right, yeah. She's told she me a million times, when we're in public, pretend you don't know me. Oh, my God. Uh, we love so our sad good. boy. We love our yeah. sad boy. Oh. Which, by the way, I know it sucks that he just, like, froze up in front of Lola and didn't say, this is my girlfriend, Rocky. But yeah. if Rocky's fully, like, don't tell people we're dating, that's, that's also yeah. something to be that's, upset about. Yeah. Uh, I know she's definitely kidding, but also... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd also I also feel like it's perfect to mention, like, one last time, Rocky is quite possibly the perfect girlfriend for J-Money. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, it's so good together. The, oh, they're so good. Such a so great good. pairing. I love yeah. it. But yeah, so Ramona is telling Jay Money like, how could you, how could you be like that? How could you not introduce Rocky as your girlfriend when all of a sudden the door opens again and who should walk in 
But Chad another Brad Bradley? early season favorite. It's not, it's Chad, not Chad, Brad 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 Unfortunately. <laughs> And it's not, unfortunately, it's, unfortunately, Marius Yo of the band Sexy Zone couldn't make it either. Aww. So they went down the list of X's and they found Robert Popko, who is back. wild if they actually got Marius Could you Yeo. imagine if the so door opened and they just randomly got Zone. Marius Yo of the band Sexy Zone? My favorite pop star, Marius Yo of the band <laughs> Sexy Zone? <laughs> How would you even justify that? Like, going... You wouldn't. <laughs> the character going to San Francisco. You just Well, I, yeah. I think he flew back because he just heard that she's dating someone else, <laughs> and he wants to win her hand back. He's like, yeah. news travels really slowly in Japan. I know you've been <laughs> dating this guy for a while, but I, I want you back. I mean, the news had to travel across yeah. the entire ocean, yeah. so... Like... I flew across an ocean to get you, and she's like, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But no, Popko is here, and Ramona does the same thing that yeah. Jay Money did. Yeah. Hey, Popko. This is my Ethan. Just yeah, Ethan Popko does like a whole thing where he's like, yo, Ethan, oh my god, you invited my Postmates guy. How yeah. do you know him? And then Ramona just like freezes up. Yeah. She says, that, she says this is my Ethan, which was very good. And Ethan leaves yeah. upset. Yeah, uh, as you how should. Else, how else do you respond to that? Yeah. Yeah. But we go back to our the best hairdresser in the world, Fernando. Yes. He's just finished cutting DJ and Steph's hair. Well, actually, we missed a scene. Uh, Did we? Where he was about to start, but then Jimmy comes down wearing his... Uh, no, no, that's this scene. That, that's this scene. That's this, that's this scene. scene. Because he's about Her to cut Fernando has cut two... To, oh, has cut DJ and cut, yeah, he hasn't cut okay. Kimmy's yet. He hasn't he cut hasn't Kimmy's cut yet. yet. Okay. And he's about to, and Jimmy's like, no, wait, you can't do it. And he's wearing a paper bag with a smiley face on it. Yes. Which I think it's a very <laughs> nice touch face. that he went out of his way to draw yeah. a face on the bag. Yeah, he says, you can't cut Kimmy's hair because you're not allowed to see Kimmy. I'm wearing a paper bag over my head with a smiley face. It's so good. And yeah. there's a really good moment because Steph says, you can't be se- serious and... Jimmy flips the bag around <laughs> and there's a frowny face on the other side. And he says, it does so it good. look like I'm joking? It was so good. I love so the fact that he drew two so faces. One final iconic emotions. Jimmy so moment. Iconic Jimmy Giblin oh, moment. So and then he's like, Fernando, if you want to cut Kimmy's hair, I brought you this blindfold if you want to cut Kimmy's hair. And Fernando's like, it's okay. I know what I'm doing. Put the blindfold on me. I'll take out my sharpest pair of scissors and just direct me in the direction of my wife. Yep. Very good. Sorry. Soon to be wife. Soon to be wife. Yes. Ex-wife, but soon to be wife again. Yes. And yeah, and that's a big cliffhanger of how that's going to turn out. Yep. (laughs) But in the meantime, we have another person showing up in the living room because Jay Money and Ramona are like, oh, what are we going to do? Our exes are here. What's going to happen now? And then Steve comes in. Mm-hmm. And Steve, yeah. with the major dad energy, is like, you're going to run into exes sometimes. You just got to learn how to deal with it. Sure do hope none of my exes show up to this wedding. That would be really weird. There's a line that I like a lot where they explain what's going on to him. And he says, like, wow, that is some CW style teen drama. What is this, Riverdale? And it's like, yep, Steve has completed his full transformation to from guy next door pining after DJ to dad. Yep. Yeah. Seamless it's a real shame, though, because I would have imagined in season six of Fuller House, there would have been a huge overarching plot. 
of J Money uh, experiencing the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> he already did experience the epic highs and lows of high school, but even more. <laughs> I mean, there's always room for more, especially if it involves murder, like in Riverdale. Oh my god. <laughs> Are they gonna kill Michelle? Are they <gasps> no, gonna kill Aunt Becky? Kill Michelle. <laughs> may, may, or maybe there's a season where J Money starts wearing a hat, which is weird. Ooh, Ooh yeah. That's he true. doesn't yeah. Popko, in. Popko also used to wear a hat, and he doesn't yeah. in this episode. He doesn't in this I feel episode. like the fedora really yeah. like completes the Popko look, yeah. but it yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. But yeah. Steve tells them, "Look, you're gonna run into your exes, and it's gonna be awkward, but you just have to get through it." That's what life is yeah um major dad energy and he leaves exactly and then rocky and ethan walk in and ramona apologizes to ethan it's very nice he accepts um and jay money starts to apologize to rocky using ramona's exact words yeah (laughs) (laughs) and rocky's like are you really gonna use the exact same words that ramona just used and she's and jay money's like well, I mean, yeah, it worked for Ramona, right? What the fuck? <laughs> and Rocky's like, well, it's not working for you. I'm leaving. Jay, we've had episodes that are about, like, Jay Money try- sort of learning to be a boyfriend. Yeah. But apparently the le- the lessons never stick. No. I, I mean, this is a different sort of conflict, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot of it is just based on, like, Rocky is... Not, you gotta learn how to be a boyfriend to Rocky specifically. Sure, sure. Well, also, no, because that would have never worked using the no. same line twice. No. That would have never but worked. I, I feel like we've had some episode where he hurts Rocky's feelings and apologizes yeah, poorly yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, she's about to leave and he says, Rocky, don't leave. I love you. Boo. Boo. Yeah. yeah. I know what they're going for. Yeah. I, I get it. Like I don't I don't doubt that he loves Rocky. Yeah. That she loves him back, but that it, that's so obviously the excuse you use when you're an idiot who's trying to get out of being an asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's it's it very much comes off at, like I feel like what they're going for is like in this last ditch attempt, or not even attempt, just like in this last moment where she's slipping away from him, he he admits his feelings. It comes out. But what it feels like is it feels like him trying to be manipulative and being like, yeah. don't go. I love you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but she, I guess, is easily manipulated because she falls for it. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I love you, too, Jay Money. <laughs> I know it's hard. I'd prefer to think of it as sweet because I like those characters. Yeah, it, it is sweet. I think yeah. him saying I love you in this moment yeah. could have worked, but he needed to yeah. actually apologize and he never did. Yeah. Yeah. We needed like. A more earnest, less less um, frenzied sort of apology after that. Yeah, I think the problem is that it just came so suddenly and out yeah. of nowhere that it doesn't quite work. That it feels like him saying that to keep her there rather yeah, than yeah, like out of desperation as opposed to yeah. out of love. Yeah, yeah, like it just needed one more line where he like calms down and is like, "I I care about you and I don't want you to." go or whatever I, and i love he needs you a, i get like, flustered because you know i i just got flustered and i panicked because yeah. i love you yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like that would have worked better problem. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she says i love you too yeah which that part is sweet that is yeah sweet. or sad if he's manipulating her no, he's not manipulating her. I don't think. I don't. I don't think Jay Money is smart enough to manipulate I was about somebody to say like he's Rocky. He's not smart enough to manipulate anyone. 
<laughs> like, he's not smart enough to manipulate anybody. He's definitely not smart enough to manipulate Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely no. not. He's too dumb for that. Um. Anyway, uh, Fernando has done an amazing job being blindfolded. Yeah. Yes. Kimmy, her hair's cut. She's stunning. Ramona is there, and she says she's so happy for her mom and dad and she says like no crying because i I can't take the time to redo your makeup <laughs> and then kimmy says something about like yeah we just can't think about how we've been friends for 30 years and this is our last time together as single women or as unmarried women because they're not single um yeah and then they start right. to cry but oh, fan I will away say, their tears as well there's one last thing that i forgot about the yeah. last scene is like mm-hmm. as ramona and ethan are leaving Ethan's like okay i forgive you by the way, can you help me come outside for a bit? Your uncle Jimmy has a blo- has a paper bag on his head and is running into chairs. <laughs> so good. So good. I, I can't believe we forgot to mention that. I can't believe we forgot about that. But he kept that. it on just in case. Ruining just in everything. Case. Yeah, what happens if Steph comes out unannounced? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I felt like I had to bring that up because I forgot about that until now. Yes. Um, but we cut to Max in the living room. He's in a dapper suit. Yes. And then uh, Rose and CJ, remember Rose and CJ? They walk yeah. in and he escorts them off to the wedding. I'm realizing now in the episode, I definitely thought CJ, there was going to be a scene between CJ and Steve. There should yeah, have there been. Never, there should there never was. Yeah. I feel like, the, okay, here's, this is like my problem with this episode and we'll get into it more later. Yeah. But I feel like the first half of this, ep- the first half of this episode, right, was mm-hmm. very fun very like we're bringing back all these old characters and they're interacting and it's like very fun mm-hmm. right and then the second half of the episode is just like the wedding the wrap-up and they don't really tie up all the loose ends created yeah. in the first half that's true they the don't. like yeah. end of the j money rocky story is Immediate. that scene where they say i love you yeah which it just feels like you need another scene later on not so much because there's that much more to wrap up, but I mean, you could check in more with them, but it's just like, that's really early to be ending yeah. this it's like they brought, It's like they brought back all these characters for them all to be in like one scene and then mm-hmm. in the background of the wedding. Because like Lola and Popko don't really have any more lines no. after their one scene where they come in. CJ and Rose don't really have any lines yeah. after this scene. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a letdown. I wasn't even really thinking about Lola and Popko. I, there should have yeah. been more for them to do, yeah. especially in the oh, whole yeah. grand play between their new significant others and their old significant others. And how they're uh, like, and how they used to be best friends with Ramona and J Money, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you and you can you could have uh, teased out the resolution of like the apologies and like making it all right longer. Yeah, um, and yeah. especially with CJ and Rose because they were so setting up. You know, it's, Steve has that whole thing about like you gotta just you're gonna sorry, you're yeah. gonna run into your exes and you just gotta deal with it anyway. I'm sure that's never gonna happen to me. Walking and then CJ away. comes in separately and never yeah. interacts with Steve. Exactly, and doesn't do anything <sighs> in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I know they wanted a lot of these characters here, but uh, they should have focused on them if they were. And even then, like if you look at IMDb, there are so many characters that are like listed as appearing in the episode that are just in the background. Baseball Christie. Baseball Baseball Christie. He's here. Janet as well. Let me find the actual list. Janet. Janet, I believe Janet shows up next to a character who has a line. Oh, okay. Um, I also expected uh, Harry. 
Stephanie's uh, preschool yeah. husband. Who is there. listed. He is there. <laughs> he is listed. He just doesn't have any lines. Yeah. Yeah. And Viper, our favorite. Remember the reunion episode? That's right. Yeah. Viper. DJ's biker boyfriend. Yeah, I think that's it in terms of people who like don't have any lines, unless I'm forgetting anybody. Well, now that we're talking about all these cameos, because then we get into the wedding and it's very much right. Yeah. We get into the, the wedding, wedding but, and but it's do great. Do we want to because, play a certain? Oh, I, game. I have another lead into that. Oh, you go ahead. I have a, so the it's the wedding, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. very nice. Uh, Uncle Joey walks Kimmy down the aisle. Uncle Jesse walks Steph down the aisle. Oh, yeah, walks um, Vicky DJ down from the Full House is here. Remember, right, Vicky from Full House is here. Danny's Vicky from Full House is also here. Uh, and they're like, wait, who did we get to officiate the wedding? Oh, before that, there is just one other thing that I want to bring up. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, where Gia says to Matt, like, you're not going to object, are you? And he's like, I'm not going to object, but Oliver might. (laughs) (laughs) I, which brings up, like, I really thought somebody was going to object because you had that thing with Larry earlier. Now you have Matt. CJ is here too. Like there was the opportunity to do so. Yeah, but yeah, could have even been right. a fun joke where CJ is like, "I object," and then is like, "Not really. I just you made a scene yes. at my wedding." <laughs> yeah, like that could have been that could have been fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're like, "Oh, who That'd did we great. get to officiate the wedding?" And then down from the heavens descends the one, the only Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Should have been Macy and Gray, but I'm okay with this. I know, well, they also got another celebrity because Lisa Loeb yeah. also later plays at the wedding after all of that. Yep. Yeah, which makes sings. me wonder, guys, how much money do you think they paid for these cameos? I don't That's know. That's a good I, question. Look, but Maybe I, there's a way to find it out. By looking is, at a website where you can pay is it, actors is money. Is it time for everybody's <laughs> new favorite time. game show? Yeah. Everybody's new favorite game show. Guess that cameo. Working we'll title. We'll get back to the wedding in a moment, but this is our finale. We want to have fun. Yes. We are playing this game. <laughs> this felt like a very natural lead-in, at least the most natural one that I could think of. So, <laughs> we, <laughs> after recording one day, we're like, oh, we were just looking through cameo.com no reason uh yeah <laughs> but we were just like uh, and we realized yes we we looked at cameo we realized wow a lot of people on cameo seem to charge a lot of money for these personalized messages <laughs> exorbitantly like, high prices mark i know you you found multiple different santas if you want to yeah. go into that there there were santas ranging from like 50 dollars to 150 dollars <laughs> which wow. like, then inspired what? me to create a game for my two co-hosts and fellow friends of finding every single Fuller House actor I could find on Cameo and having them guess how much each Cameo's cost and like who's more expensive than who yes, in a little a little fun game. So <laughs> before the episode, I found a bunch of actors and their price on Cameo as of today, the day of recording, beginning of 2022. Okay. So here's the list. I'm going to run mm-hmm. down the list. Yeah. We have Andrea Barber, okay. Kimmy Gibbler, Oh, this is also in the order of, I just searched for Fuller House. Okay. I searched Fuller House, and then this is the order that I found them in on Cameo. The order that they're listed. I say this now because number two is David Lipper. And you might wonder, who is that? That's the guy who played Viper. Okay. He's the second person listed on Cameo. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, we have our boy, Juan Pablo de Pache. Our other boy, Michael Campion. Uh, the Messet twins who play Tommy, Mark's uh, notable, notable for being Mark's least favorite character. Mm-hmm. Jody Sweeten, Steph, 
uh, John Brotherton, who plays Matt. We have Isaac Presley, who plays Popko. And finally, Bob Saget. Now, I want you to arrange these actors from least expensive to most expensive. I tried writing Popko on my notes app, and it came up polio. Just thought that was funny. I, I can I can text <laughs> okay. you the list again if you didn't get it. Okay. I here, Here's my logic. Okay. I think it's going to be the people who were regulars on Full House first. Yes, I think that too. I okay. think Bob Saget's going to be the the most yes, expensive. Yes, I would. Okay. I would think. I would think he's going to be the most expensive. And then I'm going to go with Jody Sweeten, who was also a lead on Fuller House and was mm-hmm. a lead on Full House. Andrea Barber was a side character on Full House and a lead on Fuller House. So I'm going to. I'm. I think she's three. Okay. I might next go with Juan Pablo de Pache. Okay. Yeah. And then I think Michael Campion. No, or no, am I? I'm between Michael Campion and John Brotherton. I, I'm going to say Michael Campion, then John Brotherton. Okay. Wait. So you, I'm just writing down the list now because I realized I probably should be doing this. We have Bob Saget, Jody Sweeten, Andrea Barber, Juan Pablo de Pache, and then Michael Campion over John Brotherton. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put John Brotherton over Michael Campion. Okay. Then I'm going to do the Messet twins. Okay. <laughs> then David Lipper and okay. then Isaac Presley. Okay. Because David Lipper, he could have been working for a while. Harrison, do you, uh, do you have any edits or do you want to go with the same order that Mark just listed? Oh, no, we're competing. This is a game show. Okay, we're, okay, we're, okay. Okay, give me I, your I order. I realize Mark's is probably the most logical. So Give me your order. Fear, I'm probably so wrong. You're going to go complete chaos. I, I'm I'm not going to go complete chaos because I want a chance at winning. Okay. But all right. So I'm going to go Bob Saget first. I think he is probably the most expensive. Okay. Um, I assume he probably like thought of how much his agent would charge. Um, <laughs> I think Mark is wrong about Jody Sweeten. I think it's going to be Andrea Barber second and Jody okay. Sweeten third. Got okay? it. Now... What I I don't know much about the Messet twins, but I know they're too young to be running their cameo accounts. So I'm going to say that their mom has charged them, has charged the fourth highest. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Wait, I, I think, want you. I want you to know. I, I want to ask you just because you're putting them so high. How much do you think they charge? I don't know. I would have. Uh, Five thousand dollars for an appearance. Five thousand dollars. No, obviously Zach, this, not really. Zach, <laughs> this is guess that cameo, not the Price is Right. Yeah, that's fair. Just that, yeah. So I think they're gonna be number four. I think okay. Juan Pablo will be number five. I'm thinking somehow, John. Uh, I'm thinking somehow David Lipper is number six. Okay. <laughs> uh, Interesting. My, John Brotherton seven. <laughs> Michael Campion, eight. Isaac Presley, nine. I I should have put David Lipper higher, but I'm sticking with my order because I want to see. Okay, I need to do the calculate. Okay, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We had nine people. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will say, Mark, out of the nine people, you placed seven out of nine in the correct Yes! (laughs) Yes! Uh, uh, Harrison... Okay, you had one. Wow, oh, I, I think you I got completely fucked this you up. You got then. Bob Saget in the right spot. I think everybody else is switched. Damn Bob it! Bob Saget is yes. So the actual <laughs> order, I will say, Mark only switched around the bottom two. Yes. Oh. Yes. 
I was hedging my bets because I thought David Lipper's probably been acting longer, so he's probably like, I can charge more, but yeah. no. <laughs> uh, so the actual order, I'll go from least expensive to most expensive. Uh, David Lipper is at the bottom, Viper from Full House and Fuller House. Yeah. Okay. Second person listed for Fuller House. It's listed in his bio as like, I was on Fuller House. So that should have been a clue. Uh, it charges $20. $20, okay. Uh, next is Isaac Presley, who plays Popko, charges $25, so not a big difference. Okay. Uh, then we go up to the Messet Twins, are the third lowest. They charge $40. $40. Okay. Well, there are two of them. so There are two of them. So it's really $20 <laughs> each, so really they might be at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Who individ- Who requests one individual Messet <laughs> yeah. Twins? Could you imagine if you get a request for like, oh, one of the twins, I don't care who. <laughs> Or just, like, they name drop one of them. <laughs> oh, that's so much better than requesting a specific twin to be like, I just want one of them. I don't care which it is. I don't want the illusion of there being one Tommy ruined for me. Oh, my God. Um, but, yes, after that, uh, we have a bit of a jump to Michael Campion for $59. Oh, okay. Game surprise. John Brotherton is next with $80. $80, mm. all right. Juan Pablo de Pache in fourth place for $100. Okay. Now you can see we're getting a little bit pricey. Yeah. Uh, Andrea Barber comes in at number three with $135. Oh. Second place, Jody Sweeten with $150. Mm. And just for fun, I want you to guess how much Bob Saget is at number one. $300. Jody Sweeten was $100. $700. Okay, Harrison was closer. It's $349. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and this concludes... Wait. Guess that cameo. Hold on. Why would you stop at three forty nine? So people don't, don't see three fifty and think that that's outrageous. That cheaper, it's yeah. like how Michael Campion charges fifty nine dollars instead of an even sixty. Okay, mm. yeah, there you go. That's why. I'm I'm very happy I got so many of them right. These are the current <laughs> prices as of beginning of January twenty twenty one. No, twenty twenty two. I went all chaos and I'm happy. Yeah, I I was very surprised. I was trying really hard not to, like, facially give it away how close you were getting the entire time. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's getting very close. Logic wins. I I used mainly logic. Yeah. Yeah. And it wins the day. But before we go on, we do have one other special thing to go that relates to cameos. Um, We've been noted as saying since the beginning, the podcast cannot end until Juan Pablo de Pache comes on the podcast. Yeah, we are very direct about this, mm-hmm. and I am happy to report we yes. have Juan Pablo de Page Fernando himself right now. Play the clip, Tyler. Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Fernando. I'm not drunk. I am in Argentina. I'm actually in Argentina for the first time in a long time, and uh, I came to do Christmas here because Christmas here there's no snow. Who needs the snow? No, Christmas here is summer, okay? So that's why I'm here. Kimberlina stayed at home because she wanted to uh, do some house cleaning, but I just said, you know what? I'm going to come to Argentina. So anyway, to all the fans of Fullest House, this podcast that I'm not charging any copyright infringement from, watch out, Fullest House. But for all the fans of the podcast, Happy uh, Christmas and also happy watching the podcast. Lots of love. Bye. 
I don't know what you were talking about, Zach. That wasn't Juan Pablo de Pache. That was yeah. obviously Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero. And my mistake. Sometimes he lets Fernando take over the cameo. Right. It's, right. You know. And we definitely didn't uh, get inspired to do that by going on Cameo to request Juan Pablo de Pache <laughs> and then realizing Not at how all. crazy the world of Cameo is. That's Not true. at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's true. But uh, I but hope I you enjoyed you, that. We really did. Yes. <laughs> we're, we were so psyched to receive that message. Yeah. Oh, it was but wonderful. Guys, the wedding. The wedding also, is here. Wait, guys, the podcast, it can end. Juan Pablo came on our podcast. Yeah. It's over. We did it. It's over. It's really <laughs> over. last episode. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, on to the wedding. Yeah. On to the wedding. I don't have much to say about the wedding because it's sweet. It's nice. But like, it just kind of goes off without a hitch. Yeah, yeah, they make their, or they I guess, their vows. I guess it goes nice. off with, with three hitches. Three people got hitched. Woo-hoo. You get it? Do you, do you get it, yeah. you guys? And they, they got yeah. Joey McIntyre, first of all, to take uh, an online, to get ordained online like mm-hmm. 10 minutes before the wedding started. Yeah. yeah. And then to officiate the wedding. So like Danny Tanner has some kind of yeah. dirt on Joey McIntyre, yeah, right? He, Danny Tanner yeah. hosts a morning talk show. I bet Joey McIntyre was on... You know, wake up San Francisco, wake up USA. Uh And something happened in a dressing room that only Danny Tanner saw. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, no. And he's like, now you got to officiate my girl's triple wedding. (laughs) But uh, they give their vows. It's very sweet. Fernando talks about getting a second chance to be a better man. And Kimmy talks about the healing power of second chances that that one i thought was like very specific to their relationship which i really yeah appreciated like yeah the other two were also sweet and specific in their ways but they were you know they love each other they cherish each other they mean so much to each other but i kind of liked how like specific to their journey kimmy and fernando's vows were yeah for sure that stood out to me uh guys Dwayne is here the guy yes. who says whatever He's voiced by, he's not voiced by Scott Menville, who's played by Scott Menville, who voices Robin well, and Teen Titans. And, and, yep. I, the, oh another God. IMDb trivia for the final episode. <laughs> uh, so this episode guest stars Joey McIntyre, as we yeah. all know, and also Scott yes. Menville, which Mark yeah. just mentioned. Scott Menville, on top of Robin, also happened to voice an animated Joey McIntyre <laughs> in the New Kids on the Block animated series in 1990. <laughs> Oh my god. According to IMDb. So we have two Joey McIntyres in this episode. Yeah. Ooh. They gotta do like the Spider-Man thing where they like point at each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, if I'm Joey McIntyre and you're Joey McIntyre, then then who's who's driving driving the the bus? bus? We had to throw one more in there. But we get to the I do's. It's very sweet. Um, Lisa Loeb is here and she's singing. Yes, Lisa Loeb is also here and she sings. Uh, one of the best songs in the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not a surprise. It's Lisa Loeb, but like, yeah. damn. It's Lisa Loeb, famous she musician. Really, she really yeah. sang Who a knew? good one. All it took was getting a famous musician to perform for it to be a good song. Yep. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Also, Stephanie killed it. When they when they asked her to take care of the music and she's like, well, I'll call my my, my good friend, friend Lisa Loeb. My good yeah. friend, famous singer-songwriter Lisa Loeb. Yep. <laughs> Great. And they didn't even know Joey McIntyre was going to be there. 
Yeah. That's true. Johnny McIntyre just surprised everyone. There were two celebrities oh, at this impromptu There's also, wedding. we forgot to mention this earlier, but Johnny McIntyre shows up and Juan Pablo de Pache is like, oh, not Juan, Fernando, not Juan. I'm getting my, I'm getting my, my boy's confused. Yeah. Fernando is like, oh, Joey McIntyre, if it weren't for this being such a sweet gesture, I would kill you right now. Yeah, Fernando's <laughs> still angry at Joey McIntyre. Which makes, I, I love that Fernando still has a one-sided rivalry with Joey McIntyre. He's moved on from literal children <laughs> to pop stars. <laughs> to famous pop yeah. stars. But Joey Gladstone, not McIntyre. Uh, makes a toast about being included in the family and how much that's enriched his life. Jesse makes a toast about, you know, being an angry young kid and how much this family has helped him and changed him. Uh-huh. They throw the bouquets. Ramona and Lola catch bouquets, which, yeah. like, that's got to be a blow to, like, the older women trying to catch bouquets. Yeah. That these two teenagers are, like, we're the ones who are going to get married. CJ next. was right there, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it's. I, I don't know who caught the third one, but if it's Rose, that's like gotta be. I feel like it might have been CJ because I think she was holding oh, like something, it but I didn't. I didn't see good, her catch you know anything. What? Good, good for CJ. Yeah, good for CJ. Yeah, the last one didn't work out, so uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, and finally, Danny gives a toast, and it's very sweet. And we cut to. It's after the wedding, and uh, Stephanie, DJ, and Kimmy are are all eaten cake and it's it's they talk about how it's the last night they're having in the house together and you know it's bittersweet unlike the cake which is sweet that's a joke yes. i'm making i don't think they made that joke i, I don't think they made that joke either but it's that's a very a ma- good joke that's mark. a mark original <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna credit you for that one mark because it was quite good thank yeah. you can we get a round of applause for mark right now uh, tyler you can add that in post as well uh, you're too kind Okay, Actually, you're just the amount, the right amount of kind. <laughs> I deserve it. Thank you. But yes, it cuts to the day after the wedding, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be moving out. Yeah, yeah. Ramona's R- Ramona's room is all packed up, mm-hmm. which is it's it's a it's a sad visual. It's neat. It is. Yeah, the room it's is like empty. J Money, Tommy, and Max enter. Max says to her, "I know this might be a weird time to bring this up, but you owe me seven dollars." And then he says, I'm not good at showing emotion. I was trying to think of a specific moment where he bet $7 with Ramona, mm. but I couldn't think of one. But either way, it's a sweet joke. I, it yeah. is. I thought he was going to insult her hair yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah. it's a nice joke. You owe me $7. And then Jay Money says, we're going to miss you. And and Tommy says, we love you, Ramona. And guys, you know what? I like I I really agree with Tommy here. I think he's got it right on, and I think like he might be growing and changing. And yeah, I think maybe is this Tommy's, Tommy's redemption arc. I think maybe Tommy's becoming a good baby. Yeah, and maybe I can forgive him. Also, come to think of it, he's kind of a toddler now. He's kind of a toddler. That's true. Yeah, he maybe went from a bad baby to a good toddler. A kind of okay toddler. Yeah, kind of okay toddler. He let's, likes let's Ramona, and if you if you like Ramona, you can't be all bad. Yeah. Okay. Because Ramona's the best. Yeah. <laughs> and they they go down to the living room and everyone's getting ready to leave. And Kimmy turns to Ramona and it's like, "Are you ready to leave?" And she's like, "No, but I have all my stuff packed." And everyone's got their stuff yeah. packed and they do one last group hug before. Well, and they, DJ uh, before they DJ leave. gives us well DJ gives a speech. Oh yeah. About uh, many things, but two lines that I wrote down that I thought kind of summed up 
a lot of it is she said, you taught me, you know, five years ago, I was at the lowest point in my life and you guys came in and you taught me how to live again and how to love again. And she says, you people are my everything. And it's very Mm -hmm. sweet. And I think Candace Cameron Bure does some of her best acting in the show. She like really plays it well. Yeah. Yeah. The, the tears, the emotion, the heartbrokenness, but the fondness so for good. all these people. Yeah. She's really good in this scene. Um, I think she's, re- I just wanted to say that. I know we've often been mean to her, but I think she's really good in this scene. And like, we give credit where credit is due. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, We're we, not we've monsters. We've never actually said she's yeah. a terrible actor. By no, the way. no. We've never said no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think as it went as the show went on our problems with dj were more that like the writing the show never required her to change when she probably should have been growing and changing earlier than she did yeah yeah and i think she got much better and i think we got an appreciation for some of the stuff that candace cameron beret was doing yeah yeah absolutely especially in like episodes she there were the episodes she directed where we were like oh dj's actually really good in this episode (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but Steve uh, says to like Jay Money and Tommy and Max, like, let's give all the the girls a moment alone. And so DJ, Stephanie and Kimmy are alone. They say how they love each other. They do one last she wolf howl. Um, and then they they leave and DJ locks the door behind them. It's it's no longer always open. The, the show mm-hmm. is ending. Um, and this is where Tyler said it should have been open and she should have told them it's always open. Yeah. And that's where the show ends. But instead. Yeah. And I have some thoughts on this Her- part. Oh, we've Harrison got some thoughts angry. on this. this. I know. I'm I'm yeah, yeah. this ending. I, I'm not a fan of this. So uh, DJ hears a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes ahead and opens it. And uh, Kimmy and Steph are there. And they're like, we don't, hey, turns out we don't want to move out after all. Can then we stay? Why did you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If it was so easy to stay, then why did you try to move? Didn't anyway. you all, don't, aren't you all, didn't you already like, if you're moving today, didn't you already like buy a house or like put down a payment on an apartment yeah. or something? Yeah. Like, like this is not like you can do it. You can you can backtrack, but like this is not going to be an easy process. No. Well, you could have discussed this before. If you really didn't want to move, you could have just discussed it before it was time to move. More so the problem, how much this spits in the face of the growth that they've like accomplished by moving. Oh, and that's not all, folks. Because Steph's like, you know, it would be great to, you know, be with you all again, especially because, you know, I've got another baby on the way. Yeah. Steph is pregnant. Steph is Steph, pregnant. Who <gasps> I believe it stated earlier in the series, like, because like this is kind of like fucking with me now. She can't have children, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it was a whole yeah. process for her this, to get pregnant which, the like, first time. Good for her. That's wonderful. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, awesome. these sort of things can happen. But also, like, I don't know. We were we were a bit off put by how much in the original Steph is becoming a mother plot. Her story was shifted to oh steph needs to become a mother she really wants to become a mother i i liked that she had to go down the route of being a mother in her own way and having a baby in an untraditional but still valid way and then they just drop this on us with literally 30 seconds left in the episode i remember 
I remember um, reading somewhere that in Friends, they made a point of like every birth that or when each of the three female leads have babies, they're all non-traditional and different. Phoebe carries uh, triplets for her brother. She's a surrogate. Yeah. Um, Rachel uh, gets pregnant unexpectedly and, Mm -hmm. you know, has an unplanned pregnancy and becomes a single mother. Mm-hmm. And Monica and Chandler can't have children decide to adopt and that they did that because there are a lot of people who go through these things. Yeah. And while I don't think it's like abhorrent to it be like, it doesn't you know, invalidate yeah. having a child yeah. just yeah. on your own within the confines yeah. of marriage. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. And while <laughs> I'm just... very happy for the fictional character of Stephanie Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it would be nice if they had continued with the thing of like, look, she she still fulfilled as a mother yeah, yeah it's just that like it doesn't make sense it feels like they just kind of threw out logic and like all the stuff they've been building towards to be like lol nope they are staying after all happy ending am i right guys they were trying to have their cake and eat it too pretty and much yeah. saying for why that doesn't go well mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> And then, like, the episode just suddenly ends there. Well, well, they say, like, they say, like, can we stay? Also, I think the pregnancy oh, yeah. thing is, like, really thrown out there. Like, I made it a joke is. that DJ was going to be like, I'm pregnant. Um, oh because God. it just felt like something you throw on top and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And but, they literally um, do it. They literally, yeah, they literally throw do it. it on top of <laughs> and And then DJ's like, okay, you can stay. And then the episode ends. Well, well they say, they say, can we, so can we stay? And DJ says... The door's always open. Um, but I liked Tyler's suggestion of they should have moved out, but DJ says the, door the is door's always, always open. open. Yeah, like you as can as come back there. Yeah, as if you're still family. You don't have yeah. to be in this house to be family. I think exactly. my, favorite, my favorite TV endings are the ones where, like, there is a big change and, like, the show cannot go on as it's been going yeah but there's still an implication that like but if you were to make a, but if you wanted to you could keep these story these stories going i don't like it when yeah. it's like you know so all the characters all die or something like that like i like the finale of friends where it's like monica yeah. and chandler are moving out to the suburbs yeah um that like this chapter of their lives are is closed the show can't keep going as it's been going but they're all still friends and they'll still see each other right and i like and i'm i'm a sap and i'm a coward so i like the comfort of that but this is very much like nothing is going to change yeah it's like well they well here's the thing they built up this big thing of like this is the end they're moving out it's the end like they're done and then they throw it all away in the last 10 seconds of the episode where they're like, can we stay? You can. And instead of DJ being like, no, you need to like, it would have worked if DJ was like, no, you need to like go out and live your own lives. You can't stay here forever. That would have been like, that would have been fine. That would have worked better than this. Because instead she's like, okay, you can stay. And they're, and Steph and Kimmy are like, she said we can stay. Yay. And then the episode yeah. ends. Uh, like, I'm, so and I mean, I think sudden. I'm less upset about it as you two, but I do th- think it's I, I'm not, a weekend. Okay, just to clarify, I'm not yeah. that upset because, like, fundamentally, no, this is a yeah. good episode. But the yeah. fact yeah. that they tried, again, to have their cake and eat it too and just yeah. like, throw out the entire character arc, like, that just was exactly. absurd. Exactly, that's, that's what annoys me about it. <laughs> it would have been stronger to do the thing of, you know, I understand you guys are leaving and this chapter of our lives are is closed but i'm strong enough to keep going and i love you and the door's always open 
Yeah. yeah. And then end it there. Yeah. Just end it, it there. It seems like they just kind of Put threw all that stuff in at the end to be like, lol, happy ending. But rather than keeping rehashing this it. point, yeah. yeah, we want to do Sad Boy. Let's, Let's do, do it. Sad Final boy. Sad Boy Final of the Week. Boy. Okay. I feel like there's a pretty obvious nomination and winner. Yeah. Are we talking J Money? We oh, are talking we're talking the king. I feel like it, it's only fitting for J Money to win the last sound. I think it's J Money. I, I can't. It's only fitting. If we wanted to make this a contest like we usually do, I would probably mm. nominate Jimmy, but I don't even really think he's a good contender. I don't for this think episode. so. He I think that, maybe for winner. bringing up the puppet again. No, but like, no, but I mean, yeah. Jimmy does curse the wedding and then run into things with a bag on his head. That is. But funny. I mean, J Money with the like fluffing of the pillow with immediately being like jimmy didn't curse anything did he <laughs> um, and then rocky and hey lola. the rocky situation how he poorly handles the lola thing every time J money appears on screen this episode uh-huh. is a magical experience and just reminds us all why he is the king of the sad boys yes so strong it's a perfect mix of sadness of good intentions of comedy it's great i to talk about some of the things fluffing the pillow yes when lola shows up and he completely freezes up Mm -hmm. his voice cracks again hey lola it's twice hey lola so so good. good um he doesn't say rocky is his girlfriend and says instead says it's rocky but not like this world boxer or the mountains yeah. Also, he says, he says Rocky, that Rocky like uh, also that his girlfriend does not like to be referred to as his girlfriend in <laughs> yeah, public. Was, was getting there, he says, <laughs> and it's done so well. Where he says, "Why didn't you say that Rocky was your girlfriend?" He says, "Well, she hates when I do that." <laughs> and then says they have in fact had the conversation many times, where she says, "Don't say I'm your girlfriend in public." It's really great. Um, he tries to copy Ramona's apology. Uh, <laughs> and you know yeah. what but in in the end he and rocky are in love with each other and, yeah. and what's stronger than love exactly sad right. yeah so J money wins again which is great we love our sad boy oh, he so came good. back with a vengeance it feels right for him to win the last episode so but the thing about that now my plan for this thing for like oh and the overall winner was for it to be like a close race until the end I have a big announcement for who the overall winner is. Mm-hmm. But it's not even close. Like, no. <laughs> J Money has 15 wins, 37 nominations, which is tied for the most nominations with um, with Fernando. Ah. A win rate of 40.5% because we've been tracking that. We have all these Holy statistics. Crap. We Tyler made a bunch of statistics one day and it is wonderful. So I'm just going to go through it now. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it. We actually, we have a tie for second place. And I feel like this tie needs to be broken. I feel like we need to have a, an overall second and third place. Ooh. Well, okay. I think I think the tie is broken because Stephanie, I have it up to Stephanie yeah. and Fernando both have eight wins each. Yes. But Stephanie has a win ratio of 30 percent. She's won 30 oh, okay. percent of the episodes she's been nominated Here, for. Here's yeah. my here's my counter argument, though, because okay. Fernando has been nominated 11 more times than mm. Steph has. So he's consistently so, been up there. Yeah. So S- Fernando has been sadder in that he's on the board more, but yes. Steph is sadder in that yeah, she, she wins, wins more. more. Is that when she's sad, she's sad. But they have the most win. They have the same amount of wins though, 
which is why I'm leaning more towards giving Fernando second. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not sure. I think I can give, I can feel good giving Fernando second. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll support it. Yeah. All right. So the overall, like the podium bronze medal goes to Steph. Silver medal goes to Fernando gold. Of course goes to J money. And uh, oh wait, wait, what's this I'm hearing now? Wait, hold on. Hold on guys. I'm hearing right now. We got a special uh, update. I'm hearing oh, J Money himself is here to accept the award. Can we, really? can we can we cut to that, please, Tyler? Can we cut to that? Wow. Yeah, this is uh, truly an honor, I think. Um, you know, when I started this show, I didn't know anything about uh, sad boys or patheticness. I was just a kid with a dream. Yeah, it seems so far away now. I never thought I could be someone who gives himself a nickname or who could fail to dribble a basketball while eating a sandwich. But I did those things and so, so much more. So to any aspiring sad boys out there, I just want to say it is possible. Just let go of all your pride and you can do it too. I'd like to thank my mom, my brothers, Max and Tommy, Ramona, Aunt Stephanie, Kimmy, Fernando, Jimmy Gibbler, Danny, Jesse, Joey, Aunt Becky, and of course, Rocky. Without your examples and your constant mocking, I couldn't have done any of this. So thank you. Oh, oh my God. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful speech. speech. I, I am applauding I, you right now. I am moved. So beautiful. I'm so moved. It was beautiful. And thank Lovely. you, Michael Campion, thank you. for uh, reincarnating the voice of Jay Money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, to you know, bringing J Money back from the dead to speak yep. to speak as him one more time for us when we did the interview back in, during the summer. Yeah, we really asked him to record that during when, we, re- when we recorded the interview. It wasn't yeah. as certain at the time, but we but were, we pretty were sure. still pretty sure that we J Money was sure going to win. Yeah. So the sad boy of our show is J Money. J Money. Uh, you know what? It couldn't have been anyone else. Oh, one last. Oh, one last time for the road. One, two, three. Jay Money. Yeah. Oh, that was wonderful. But uh, yeah, that takes us to the end of Sad Boy of the yeah. Week. And yeah. we usually end an episode after Sad Boy, but to get heartfelt right now, I wanted to offer a very, very sincere thanks. Yes. Um, to our producer and editor Tyler who one has to deal with us <laughs> two is the only reason this show is any good to listen to. Oh, God, we yeah. could not yeah. function without him. I have so much love and respect for Tyler. Tyler, do you want to hop on? I guess. Yeah. You kind of forced my hand there a bit with the, with you the can heartfelt. Say no. You could say no. You can I say can no. Say you no, can you say guys. fuck you, Mark. why we have 75 episodes of a, of a podcast. <laughs> Aww. Plus all the bonus episodes and the interview. Yeah, Tyler, I did want to ask you, you know, we had seen most of the show before. As someone who was watching it for the first time and then also experiencing our reactions to it, what did you think of Fuller House? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. It's definitely a show that I spent a year and a half of my life consuming. <laughs> oh my god. I think by the end it gets fun. I think so it, too. It got yeah. a lot more fun towards the it end. It understood sure. what it was a lot more towards the last season, I think. It definitely yeah. was a show that knew what its strengths were eventually, even though yeah. there were some things that it never yeah. fully gelled with, and we can quibble all we want. Yeah. 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 And I think I think my you know, my 
overall take is that I think the first two seasons aren't very good. Yeah. But I think like maybe mid season three, the show really starts to find its groove and really establish the voices of the characters and becomes kind of a fun show. I would I would watch these later seasons of the show like if it was on at Nick and Knight or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I would have watched reruns of this as a kid, like with my dad, which is how I watched a lot of Full House. That's that's kind of the reason we did this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it kind of started off. I know we've mentioned the story before how like we've been friends for a very long time and we started watching Full House on our own around the time we were graduating high school. And we all just kind of had this weird obsession with this show. Uh, yeah. to the point where we would keep watching it every time we hung out. Like, we're not the target audience, but I just... No. Mark yeah, and I no. hung out one night, and uh, for shits and giggles, we watched the first step two episodes together, and then later yeah. on, just, we were kind of reminiscing uh, about the good old times after graduation, and we just wanted something to watch and enjoy while we talked together. Yeah. And, and was I was also just, there. <laughs> no, and I, I meant all of us, including yeah. you, Zach. Okay, and, yes. Yeah. yeah. The, f- the first time when I watched the show, it was just with Bart. Mm-hmm. Then you br- we brought you in, but yeah. It yeah. does yeah. strike me yeah. as there's a really weird bookend of we started really watching this after we graduated high school, yeah. like right after we graduated high school. And Zach, you're in a five-year program, but Harrison, you and I we're out. just we're graduated college now. this well, past I'm year. I'm graduating soon. Well, you're graduating <laughs> soon. One more semester. I just, yeah, congratulations. Okay, well, by Zach, the way. <laughs> here's the thing. If I said we all graduated college, wouldn't you have jumped in and said I haven't graduated and corrected me I anyway? Mean, I, w- I was going to say I'm graduating soon, but we okay. don't, we don't, that's not important now. You guys want to hear my experience yes. of uh, how I got this whole thing started? You go for it. Was, uh, I, I had watched maybe the first two episodes with Mark at in his dorm room. Trying not to right. annoy his roommate too much while right. we were uh, cackling at uh, what was happening on the screen, yeah. and then uh, months, months passed, and uh, during quarantine, we're all trying to reconnect, and uh, uh, Mark had brought up, yeah, uh, so you know, some friends of mine who I had I had met both of yeah. you in in passing in the past, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mark was like, yeah, we we're trying to figure out how we could do a podcast about Fuller House, and I I have a title, Fullest House, and like I'm in. I'm I'm gonna be Sloan. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm I'm game. I love to know we, that's and what we hooked so you. We so appreciate that you. We were, do appreciate it. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I never used I never used Adobe Audition ever before oh, in my life. Man. Oh wow! Until this podcast, I was learning on the go, and now I I did not know Adobe that. Audition professionally we, for my job. We we really are thankful for yeah. you, Tyler. No, I can't make that thankful. clear enough. Yes, and I'm also thankful, like in particular, for actually like getting to know you more, which is amazing. Like having yeah. this working relationship has been wonderful. And thank you for all the work yeah. you've done on this. Po- I didn't even know you had never touched any of the software until the no, podcast. You're so good at it. That's so <laughs> impressive. I was in it so blind uh, at the beginning, but oh now I God. have three of my best friends because of this show. Hey. And to quote a much better oh. finale, I'm the luckiest son of a bitch on earth. Oh, Aww. thank you. So oh my God. I'm really, yeah. I'm really happy. I, could introduce all of you uh guys i i want to say uh you know we joke we we make fun of each other we we get on each other's nerves mm-hmm. making this because it's all part of the fun but i really am so happy that we all did this together and i'm so grateful to have oh, you guys yeah. in my life yes i, I love too. you guys i love you guys so I'm, i remember heart. i remember mark and i had talked about in passing possibly 
producing something together, some kind of content at some point. And then quarantine hit and Mark came to me with the idea of the four of this podcast. And I was like, ooh, this sounds like a very fun idea. I'm, of course, in uh, to spend, you know, go back and rewatch this series with two of my best friends and now Tyler as well. Another one of my best friends. And we've we've grown closer together spent a lot of really fun time together and we made 75 episodes of a podcast that people do listen to maybe not everybody in the world yes thank you so much to everybody who has listened thank Thank you you to everybody who listened to this right now uh this has been an absolutely insane journey for all four of us for the past year and a half and uh we're excited to see where we go next and uh in case anybody else has any more closing thoughts i can move on i just to wanted to next. say i am i am honored that anybody would listen to us so i'm so oh, thankful for, sure. for everybody who does <laughs> yeah thank you for listening and supporting us and doing all that fun stuff yeah if we gave you a moment of joy if we uh if we made you laugh at some point if we if you we, if we made you think about fuller house in a new way um or full house in a new way yeah. Um, I think we did a great thing with this podcast. So th- thank you for listening. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, we did so we many things here. that like we didn't even think was possible. Like Michael Campion, we got to interview Michael Campion. Yeah, which is like wild. That's like a thing that I tell people, like new people, when I tell them about the podcast. It's like we interviewed an actual person from the show. It's great, and we had we had two characters from the show on our finale, which I think exactly. is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is very but- fun. But guys, if you do enjoy listening to us, we are not going away. We're going to exactly. be making some changes. Yeah. Yes. But we're going to keep making a podcast. Right. So we are as much fun as this was, you know, we're excited to see where this goes next. And we are not done with this. Just because we're done with Fuller House doesn't mean we're going away. We are going to be doing uh, a complete rebrand of ourselves because we figured, you know, we want to we enjoy doing this with Fuller House and we want to do this with a bunch of other shows that we had fun watching previously or would want to watch again, which brings us to uh, what we're going to be doing next. We're going to be, you know, rebranding with the, a new name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've been thinking about this for a while, uh, tossing out different names. Mark suggested a really good one that I think we're going to go with. Uh, we've decided to kind of make the show, this podcast uh, a little less focused on Fuller House specifically Though eventually we might get back to Full House. We're not, we haven't decided yet. We just, our big connection, which we've explained, it was really was to Fuller House. And while we're interested in Full House, we want to branch out a little in the meantime. Exactly. So we have decided probably to go with the name Rewatch Party, where we'll mainly focus on watching probably TV shows from our past. We're going to be starting with iCarly. Yes, we're going to be starting with iCarly. Uh, and we're going to be branching the out revival, from there. To be yeah. clear, we're, 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 the watching the we're going to be watching the series of iCarly. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be watching the revival, and then I believe we might make our way to the original series. So we'll finally, yeah. yeah. The prequel. The prequel, the prequel, the prequel series. Carly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> iCarly TOS. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you enjoyed listening to us talk about Fuller House, and you're interested in hearing us talk about other shows... Uh, we would love it if you stopped by, gave the first episode of Rewatch Party a listen when we make that, and uh, if you stuck around, because, again, we're all super thankful for you guys, every single person who's ever listened to an episode, told a friend, left a like, left a review, liked a post on social media, followed us, 
we really appreciate all of it because it really turned into because like we kind of started off doing this kind of casually as like a way to pass time over quarantine and this really kind of grew into something that i know for sure at least i wasn't expecting i can't speak for you guys but it's been amazing so thank you all again to the three guys i'm talking to right now and to whoever is listening to this thank you all right yeah and again we're rebranding as rewatch party i i don't want to say the socials thing because zach's gonna take us out that's true follow us on social media we're still at fullest house pod but we're going to in the meantime have updates there yeah but yeah uh in case any any other final thoughts from anybody no i think i i think i shared all my final thoughts again just thank you to you guys thank you to anyone listening this has been a great time talking about fuller house i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do not watching fuller house every week <laughs> i know it's Watch gonna feel another so show. empty right we have, yeah. we have to find the next mountain to climb our lives will be a little bit less well you know <laughs> uh, and, and with, with that, that Zach, do you and with that that uh, concludes the fullest house podcast if you liked what you just listened to, make sure to give us a like, a rate, a review, all that fun podcast stuff that we're, you know, slowly but surely learning about as we go on. Uh, and again, if you like what you listen to, you can like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. As of right now, we're still at Fullest House Pod, but that is going to be changing soon. So stay tuned. Uh, one last time, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Tyler Janess. Yeah! Have yeah. we ever mentioned Ooh. your last name except on the Fraser episode? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I meant to do that and I forgot. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your doors always be open. See you guys next time. Yeah.